Hello everyone, welcome to Ninja Talks. We are going to talk exciting stuff around experiences, learning and tips that help experts become better. I'm your co-host Sne. And I am your co-host Leah. Welcome back to Ninja Talks. We are super excited to have a self-made entrepreneur, an avid traveler and a TEDx speaker, Mr. Suresh Dekshit. Swesh, welcome to our show. We are honored to have you with us. Thank you, Ria, and thank you, Sne, for having me on this wonderful uh, podcast show. It's a privilege to be part of it. Hey, Swesh, how are you doing? So, uh, quite exciting time these days. We are working on these new projects in the company. So, busy but exciting times. That's great. So, you were the previous organizer of Google Developers Group Indoor. And we would like to know how did you nurture the community for the last six years in a row and grew it to one of the best communities in India. So it all started in the college. We thought that Indore is a tier 2 city, but it still lacks a good developer community. We started with the GDG and uh, we have come a long way now. From those very small meetup of like having just uh, five or six uh, folks with us to organize like the Dev Fest having more than like a thousand attendees. So it's a long road, but still like uh, I believe that we have a long way to go. It is exciting to see a lot of uh, tech enthusiasts in the tier two cities like Indore. And um, it always feels great to be part of such a big community like GDG Indore and uh, to connect and to grow the network with uh, tech enthusiasts like also like you guys. <laughs> We are humbled to know that. So what challenges have you faced while building the community? Yeah, there were a couple of challenges uh, here. The very first is, yes, Indore is a tier 2 city. And yes, it is very hard to find developers in Indore. And even if you find the developers, it is very hard to find developers that, that actually want to grow or uh, developers who, who want to learn these things. So uh, our very first challenge was to find such developers. I believe that was like very first challenge. The second thing was that in the very beginning, we were a very new community. So it was pretty tough for us to make people uh, serious about us, to tell our vision and the goals to all of them. But eventually we had our name in the indoor and, uh, and a lot of developers these days, they come ahead to connect with us instead of us going to them. So these are like uh, I mean, a couple of challenges. And the third thing was to find the stories the good developer stories in cities like Indore. But uh, the places where there are challenges, you will always find some good stories coming out. I completely agree. So considering the challenges that you have faced, how did you get into entrepreneurship at a very early age? A lot of people look up to that thing. And again, there are a lot of efforts, a lot of struggle. What played an important role in your journey? So first of all, for the folks who do not know me, basically I come from a family that has a lot of educational background. So my father, my grandfather, my uncle, all these folks are PhD and uh, they are like professors and head of the departments or like scientists. So I come from a family with like a huge educational sort of like job profiles. But me and my brother were the folks who thought that, hey, let's switch the field and let's come to the business. My father was the person who actually inspired us for this. He told me that uh, what are the challenges that the researcher face or scientists face for like publication of the business. So we started as a research publication company. I did a lot of tech to it. 
and uh, eventually it became such a company that has solved almost all the challenges that come to the research journal publication and then a lot of companies approached us that hey since like you guys have such a good system about automating this research publication process can you outsource your tech to us as well and we thought hey that's a good idea actually and uh, we started from there and and then we sort of opened up this this new department inside our own, own company that just looks after the engineering and right now we have more than 40 engineers in the company and we work with like top uh, organizations out there in the world to like really make that impact and our primary goal is to like make businesses stand out from the crowd itself when you talk about the challenges yes again the very first thing thing is the resource like finding resources in indore is pretty difficult you have to move out that's like number one thing but we thought that we can actually stay in indore and find some good passionate people that, that was our primary agenda to find passionate people and we can teach passionate people how to code and how to write good code and that's how it started and second thing was that that since we were based out of indore it is hard for a company to have an international face out there that hey we can be like a multinational company and things like that but as they say if you face challenges you have stories to tell and end of the day and probably that's what we did that's great so two brothers started a venture to scaling a team for more than 40 people in such a unique field of research and publication that's a great story to tell so according to you how important is it to find the right connections to grow ideas like this or let's say making a breakthrough with something unique like this i would say is that you need to have a team that is passionate enough to work with you on your crazy idea and that is like the first thing that you need to have in your own company even if your company is not building a product it should first of all build a team that is the first thing that your company should do if you have a team your team can be focused on any particular goal that you set that hey right now i want this product in the market or tomorrow i want completely different product in the market but if i have a talented team if i have a passionate team to work on that that's the things they come second so the team is the first thing itself correct a passionate team delivers exceptional results exactly exactly talking about the team what are the things that make or break an entire organization that's a wonderful question actually it's a very important question in a company what makes or what breaks a team i believe that it is the common passion for the technology i'm talking about the tech company since i am a part of the tech company so i believe that in my company the passion for the tech is the number one thing that will connect people first of the things they come second the second thing is is that uh, if you care about your employees if you care about your team your team will eventually care about your customers end of the day so you need to care about the team that is one thing that will unite your team and i believe the most important aspect here is that you do not need to be a boss you need to help them out with each everything you have to sit next to them not in some other uh, office or like if your team is sitting out or if you have like an office that's not a good stuff because you are not a part of your team then right so i mean you have to sit with them you have to work with them you have to show to them that you are that even you are passionate about your own idea and uh, once your team will see that inside you uh, that okay you are passionate they will passionate enough to work with you with the other uh, team members as well so kind as we know that you have traveled to a lot of places across the globe 
how do you explore places and what interests you to the most i love photography i'm a weekend photographer <laughs> traveling is like one of the best ways for me to like photograph the world out there i love exploring other cultures the very first thing that i look in a country is its culture and i make that my number one priority when i go and explore a new country i believe that i have explored about 20 countries out there but these days i hardly get any time to like travel but i try my best to at least travel one or two countries in a year so uh, that's how it goes culture is my number one priority second would be the photography i am married now by the way so it is a pretty difficult for me now to at least like uh, carry uh, those huge camera and lenses with your wife <laughs> but, uh, but 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 you know, i try to do my best and i and i think my wife is like very supporting here i mean she is a good model for me at least <laughs> i must say she is really fortunate continuing with that a lot of youngsters and adults have a dream of traveling and you set aspiring travel goals for people so what inspiration or advice would you like to give for someone who wants to take their travel goals to the next level so the very first thing is, is that uh, you do not have to be a tourist you need to be a traveler so whenever you search for a new place to explore first of all search for the things that are off the beat that are off the track that is the only way you can you can actually explore that country i mean you do not necessarily have to go to like a touristy place if you want to explore the country and uh, to fulfill the travel goals it should not hinder with your work that's one thing i believe that you can always take your work with you out there so that's what i do actually uh, whenever i go for a tour out there let's say the tour is for the 10 days i work for 3 days in those 10 days and rest seven is for uh, exploring the places that's one thing it should not hinder your work the second thing is is that your money will come back but not your time so uh, make sure that if you are young you should go out there you should take risks you should explore countries you should explore cultures your time will not come back so this is what you need to do you have to start working on it from today itself it can never be tomorrow if you want to go and see the world out there you should go and see it tomorrow itself you should find reasons to go there there can be thousands of reasons not to go but there can again be thousands of reasons to go so i take conferences i take my work i take my client meetings as like one of the reasons why i go out there that hey i just want to go to this country because i have a client meeting there right when i'm very cliche you would think that i say to my wife that hey i have to go there right there's, <laughs> there's a conference there i have to go nice catching the offbeat places or cultures that are unique you always try something unconventional even in the known places back in 2017 doing the same you became a king of a country claiming the place called birtawil along the border of egypt and sudan how can i miss that i surely know there's a motive behind that you stated a piece of land that belongs to no nation it can belong to everyone which is something exceptional i believe as an idea as an execution so what are your thoughts and story behind that it all started uh, when i went to egypt again for like a ggg conference and it was all pre planned by me and my brother that i will go to this place we had all the things pre planned i had my driver with me i went there i planted my own flag there and i posted it on the social media earlier we didn't think that it would uh, go this far 
I mean, it would be such a huge success. We always had this idea with us, me and my brother, that uh, that what if we install a server to a place where it does not have any country's uh, government law working on it? How about that? It's a very old idea, even uh, uh, among developers out there. That what if uh, we have a server out there in a country whose laws are not ap- applicable? This was the very first thing that we thought. That how about if we convert this land to like a tech tech server farm? we install server there so so technically no no countries judicials w- would be applied there so whatever the data is re- is residing on those servers whoever is putting it actually he he owns that data totally there is no government law applying to it but the idea started from there but again we have a lot of plans for it also in the future these days uh, though i have i have become very very busy in my other work stuff but the idea is still live i get a lot of recommendations out there that hey we can help you there are a lot of investors out there also who are who are ready to put the money in it let's say where it goes in the future but these days like i was quite caught up with my my work so i didn't get much time to like look into it but it is surely there and it will be coming out there in the future pretty soon nice so people always want to share their life experience on a platform like tedx How was the moment the first time you were talking about your story on a TEDx platform? It was a great experience for me. I have always been a big fan of TED Talk and when I got this opportunity to speak out there I was very uh, overwhelmed I would say. It was a great experience for me but for the folks out there who just want to share their idea trust me social media <laughs> out there is like very powerful these days. I got famous with the Facebook only. <laughs> yeah. right? Just a Facebook post like made me famous. So if you have a content out there, start posting it. One day you will crack the code. That's all. <laughs> Would you like to highlight anything specific or valuable learning from your life? One of the valuable learning from my life that I say to people is that uh, never stop learning. I mean the day you stop learning you are done. Always spend your weekend learning something new. make sure that monday morning when you go to your office or when you go to your university you have learned something new from the past weekend never stop learning even though you are you are a very beginner to something or though you you are a hotshot expert to that it doesn't matter you have to learn something every single weekend at least even if it's not every single day make sure that it is every single weekend and the reason why is that the more you learn the more you will realize that how small you are and how much more you have to go and that's what inspired me actually that whenever i learn new thing every single weekend i realize that how much more potential out there that i have and then how much potential uh, we as a community also have and what we can achieve so never stop learning that's my number one goal talking about learning and staying motivated let's say someone wants to do something extraordinary in life of course everyone has their own ambitions and dreams so how to stay motivated my idea for this is is that uh, what youngsters do these is days is that they just join engineering stream without even knowing that even if they want to pursue engineering or not i believe that uh, family pressure could be a part of it and things like that but uh, but you should do what you love to do the reason i am doing a bit good a bent cup to computer science is the reason why i i mean because i love computer science i cannot live without the tech out there 
my bathroom has got all the tanks that there can be <laughs> i witnessed right <laughs> so i mean uh, you should do what you are passionate about it may or it may not give you the money but if you are the number one in that field the thing that you love you will be there eventually you will become financially independent as well but you have to do what you love because if let's say if i am a mechanical engineer i cannot do well because that's not my hobby my passion and my obsession is with the computers itself and that is why uh, i am i am in this field so find what you love stick to it become obsessed with it find something new to do in that particular field innovate in that particular field and uh, and you will find your way that's my that's my idea so talking about innovation sometimes people get overloaded with information in today's advanced world so what is the advice you want to give considering the innovation and technology as catalyst what i do is is that i read tech blogs out there every single day for at least an hour i do that either before sleeping or or the first thing in the morning that's what i do once i go through all those tech blogs out there i get to know what is happening out there and then only i can like uh, give my thoughts on it right if you want to innovate you got to first learn what is actually happening out there and and my number one recommendation would be that that you should start learning about your own field let's say if you are a mechanical engineer you you should daily read about the things that is going around in the world in your field i do it for the tech you should do it for for your own field once you learn okay these are the things that are going out there then only you can improve yourself see also if you are a computer science engineer there is no necessity that you need to code to be a computer science engineer you can be like a really good ui designer you there are numerous fields out there these days even in the computer science field that you can be a part of and does not involve coding things like devops things like managing servers so even if coding is not your cup of the tea it's all right i mean find the thing that you can do be really good at it that's what matters be really good at it be passionate about it make sure that you are the number one person for it and uh, on the one final note that i would like to say on this point is that you got to hustle man the journey would be painstaking you will be having sleepless nights you would want to cry but just stick to your plan just stick to your path and trust me the light is out there at the end of the path thank you so much i hope that this inputs will play an inspiring role for our audience as well with this here is the end of our episode it's a pleasure to have you with us thank you so much for having me guys